I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Eric Hamilton. Hey, hey. Hey there. Uh, back for another episode. Back for another one. Yes. Is that your your sign-in, is hey, hey, for this one? Because sure, why not? you're crusty and... Yes. Hey, hey! Simpsons. Of, of course. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Yes, I am watching this right now. What, a, what episode is this? Episode 8 of Hogwash? Maybe? 8 or 9. Something like that. Yeah. It's uh, good that we're losing track. Probably shouldn't be counting anymore at no. this point. Yeah, we don't want to sound old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, if you're tuning in for the first time, thank you very much. And welcome. Welcome to the show. You can follow uh, the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hollywood Hog Pod. You can also watch the show on YouTube.com slash Hollywood Hogwash Pod. Maybe you saw our No Way Home trailer reaction there. Yes, it's currently up to 15,000 views. Yeah. So not bad. So thanks to everyone who watched it, checked it out. Yeah. Yes. So before we, uh, we're going to recap Ghostbusters Afterlife. Afterlife. Yes, that was really fun. Yeah, it was definitely a fun movie. We're going to talk about that later. But first, we got to talk about the Hollywood Hogwash. And we're going to start things off with the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. I mean, come on. There were a ton of Easter eggs. So many. If you weren't paying attention. Yeah. Closely. Mm -hmm. Or watching it frame by frame like (laughs) the experts do to find these Easter eggs. Unfortunately, I don't have those capabilities, so I just got to watch it over and over and over and over. (laughs) Right. I mean, which I'll do anyway. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. But uh, there is a big rumor that, you know, Doctor Strange, he, doesn't, he certainly doesn't seem like himself. He does not. In these trailers. That's for sure. So there's a rumor that Wanda, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch, is controlling Doctor Strange in this film. Mm-hmm. Or it could be like the evil Doctor Strange from What If. That would be a cool tie-in. Yeah. And then also the other thing when Doctor Strange says, Scooby-Doo this crap in the trailer... That line could be a hint that he's evil or being controlled by, you know, by someone else. Because in Scooby-Doo, you know, it's always like the first guy that's like, hey, you got you to gotta find out who the bad guy is. It's me. Yeah. It's Remove my mask. Right. So we'll see about that. Also, uh, the black and gold Spider-Man suit from mm-hmm. the trailer. They're saying it could be the regular suit inside out. Yeah. Uh, because he's fighting Electro in that scene. So I guess he's got to modify his suit somehow to beat Electro. Right. Uh, you could also see that he duct taped his phone to his chest on that suit mm-hmm. while Ned and MJ were FaceTiming. Right. So it's going to be wondering about that. An interesting scene. Yeah. Uh, another thing I didn't notice was that the Statue of Liberty is holding up a Captain America shield. Yes. So I guess since the Avengers, you know, saved everyone, uh-huh. they brought everyone back. They. Put the Captain America shields on the Statue of Liberty. Right. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, also, we like haven't seen... to Steve Rogers and whatnot. Yeah. We haven't seen an action... We haven't had an action scene uh, with the Statue of Liberty since the first X-Men film. Oh, wow. And apparently that was like Kevin Feige's first Marvel film that he was a part of. Mm-hmm. And one of the big rumors there is the reason why he did this 
is because this could be where like the X-Men also come through the portal. Like some of the X-Men. Oh, okay. I'm not convinced about that when, because that might feel like too much. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because like if they're starting to come through, like Tobey Maguire's coming through, Andrew Garfield's coming through, the villain, you know, like Venom maybe, or like, you know, like, but also the X-Men. I don't know. Could you really fit all that in that movie? I mean, look, at this <laughs> point, it's going to be the X-Men, Venom, Batman, <laughs> The dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, some Star Wars characters. Dude, one day Disney's going to buy DC. And then we're going to have like Marvel DC crossover movies. Right. Like a Spider-Man Batman movie. That well, would pretty fuck. That would. Yeah. I mean, they did a Spider-Man Batman comic. It was a one shot. Did you ever see that? No. So it's kind of like... Um, they're bringing Cletus Cassidy oh, to Arkham. I have not read it, but I've I heard about it. I think I have it. I'll have to look. You gotta and, give that to me. Yeah, because Cassidy and the Joker team up, right? Carnage and the Joker. Yes, yeah, they do. I've heard about it, but I've and read like it. they in they did this like chip in Joker's head, uh-huh. and Carnage is like, oh, let me fix that for you, and he sends like symbiote up in his fucking nose and in his head to dismantle the chip and he's like oh that's way better oh my god yeah that's awesome and they did a uh a marvel versus dc comic back in the day i read that when they fought each other yes yeah like you had a uh, batman versus captain america yep uh lobo versus wolverine yeah the one i was i was disappointed with spider-man versus superboy yeah like come on right superboy well, I mean, if you thought that was disappointing, Robin versus Jubilee. <laughs> I mean, come on. But it's Robin. Robin's not Spider-Man. I know. Spider-Man gets Superboy. There wasn't like a a sidekick for Robin to fight. Well, here's the problem. He gets the firework here's, girl here, from here's, X-Men. Here's, here's the problem. Uh-huh. It should have been Spider-Man versus Batman, but I bet neither side was were willing to right. have their boy take a loss. Yeah. But it should have been that. Yes. They're both, you know, the smart guys and yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like who has more power though, Spider-Man or Captain America? Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. So giving Batman the opponent with less powers. Right. You know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, 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 whatever. It be, still, it was just a little disappointing that Spider-Man had to fight Superboy, but right. whatever. That was from a comic a long time ago. Back to this trailer. Um, if the X-Men don't show up here, they could show up in the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness because mm-hmm. apparently that's going to be based on the House of M comic with Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange. Okay. And apparently in that comic, the X-Men show up from another universe or something like that. Like, don't take my word from that. That's just secondhand. Okay. Yeah. So maybe they show up then. Well, there was also talk about, um, like, in Eternals, uh, like, the celestial emerging. Yeah. Kind of also triggered the X gene in people. Okay. Because in the comics, the celestials had something to do with it as well. Right. I don't know. I mean, there's so many ways that they could go with bringing in you know, mutants. Yeah. I know Hugh Jackman says he's done playing Wolverine, but it would be fucking amazing if he right. got in the MCU. Come I, on, bro. I don't Come think on. he realizes what Marvel money is now. I know. And it's like, what are you going to do instead? That stupid circus movie that no one saw? 
Greatest Showman? Yeah. This is a good movie. <laughs> but I mean, okay, I, I, fine. I didn't see it. Sorry. Yeah. If you liked it, that's Say fine. Say Les Mis. But I mean, Les Mis. Les Mis. Yeah. But like, still, who's going to see that compared to, you know, right. another X-Men movie? Or correct, whatever. correct. I mean, at least if you could just do Deadpool. Deadpool with Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Fuck. That'd be great. And bottom right. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. You mean bottom left. Oh, I'm sorry. Bottom left. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A lot of our wrestling fans, they, they'll tweet bottom right by mistake. And it's like, wait, well, no. Bottom right is who are you? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Also in this trailer, uh, a cool thing we were talking about earlier was when Peter takes the green cube from Doctor Strange and he, and he tries to you know swing away... He thwips, but Doctor Strange opens up two portals, one in front of him and behind him, causing Peter to thwip himself. Yeah. Ew, that was awesome. He shoots it through the portal, and then it hits his foot. Yeah. So he's basically stuck. Right. That was something that's like, it's too fast in the trailers, but yeah. that's a pretty fucking awesome moment. Right. Genius. And I mean, you gotta think like how fast the thwip is. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... Oh, yeah. You know, Doctor Strange is like... Oh, Peter... Doing two holes. Peter, you know, he shoots weird. ropes really fast. Yeah. So, yeah. You, you <laughs> right quick. in Doctor Strange's hole. <laughs> God damn. Uh, and then, of course, the biggest thing yes. of the trailer was who kicked the, liz- the lizard in the Brazilian trailer. Yes. So, in the U.S. trailer, yeah. there's a scene where three villains... Electro, Sandman, and Lizard yes. are jumping at Tom Holland's Spider-Man, who's kind of like in the middle. Right. But as they zoom in, or as they get closer to each other, you can tell the Lizard is in no way no. or shape in any trage- trajectory. Right. And that's, that's, you know, that's, that's just them showing that to us without telling, like, they're basically telling us, yeah, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield, they're in this movie. Like, without telling us they're in this movie. Correct. Like, that was on purpose. Like, yeah. this is not, they're not trying to trick anyone here. Right. So, in the Brazilian version, that scene goes on like an extra second or two. Right. And basically, like, you see the lizard, like, lunging, and then he just, like, he gets kicked or hit by nothing. Right. You know, so. It's and everyone like, assumes it's Andrew Garfield because Garf- Lizard is Garfield's villain, but Electro is also. Garfield's villain, right? So it, and Holland's it, going after Sandman, which yeah. is so McGuire's. I'm just gonna assume that it's it's Tobey Maguire kicking Lizard. Sure. Or maybe they'll swap the you know they could swap Tom Holland to be on the bottom. Yeah, they can do anything they want. There was all there. People are also saying that um, there's a scene of Tom Holland swinging in the spider suit, and people think they changed to, uh, Tobey Maguire. Like that's actually going to be Toby swinging. Like, they changed the suit, but then the eyes are still, like, Toby's eyes. Okay. Like, from his suit. Yeah, I mean, so much of it is CGI. I mean, right. you can do whatever And again, you want. they did this with Endgame. With mm-hmm. the Endgame trailer, there was so much edited out. Yes, and changed up. On purpose. Yeah. Because we didn't, we couldn't, you know, they didn't want to uh, spoil Smart Hulk. Yeah. And stuff like that, so. Yeah. Can't fucking wait. Absolutely. Winter tickets going on sale? You're buying them immediately, right? As soon as- uh... Not tomorrow, but next Monday. Next Monday. Yeah. Cool. Also, uh, Tom Holland keeps on saying in interviews that he may be done playing Spider-Man. He's, like, really doubling down here. Right. I hope it's all just a work. It probably is. He recently told GQ, if I'm playing Spider-Man after I'm 30, I've done something wrong. How old is he right now? 25. Five more years. What's that? Yeah. 
And Tommy McGuire is like, excuse me? Tommy right. McGuire is like 50 now. <laughs> He's like, hey, fuck you, I wonder you, if they're going to, I mean, Tommy McGuire still looks like a little boy. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they're going to de-age him in the movie. I don't think so. It looked like they de-aged Dr. Ock. Because Alfred Molina doesn't look that young. They de-aged him for sure in the trailer. I guess so. Yeah. He doesn't have many wrinkles. I yeah. Mean, Alfred Molina is an old man now. So they might de-age Toby because they don't want to. I mean, he doesn't look 50, but he's 50. Oh, that's a picture from 2010. That's the- <laughs> Yeah, so he looks older there. I mean, if it's supposed to be Dr. Octopus from 2004, which that's the other thing. Like, it's Dr. Oct from 2004 transporting to 2021 in this universe. Right. That's something else they have to explain because that's a little strange. Well, that's why I'm thinking, like, well, maybe they don't de-age him. Maybe it's... It's like a different variant of Doc Ock that right. never died, you know? Right. But I'm saying, like, they still de-age Af- Alfred Molina in the trailer. Like, you could tell. His yeah. face looks like, you know... Right. Well, I mean, you can't have him looking like a 70-year-old villain. Right. That's why I'm, I'm wondering about the Flash movie with Michael Keaton. Yeah. Because Michael Keaton's in his late 60s. And can you really be Batman at that age? Right. You know? They might DH and too. the Batman Beyond series. He was just using a more enhanced suit, right? But there did get to a point where you can't even use that, you right? Know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Holland also suggested that they bring in someone to play Miles Morales so he can take the Spidey helm. So I guess we'll see. But that this can't be the end of Tom Holland. No, and then, like Kevin Feige's also like has said like, oh yeah, he's just getting started. You know, yeah. he's taking Iron Man's place. So whatever, right? Uh, also, Michael Keaton uh, recently appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and he revealed that he's currently shooting some Vulture stuff. Interesting. So that's cool. Yeah. Because we know he's going to be in Morbius. He's already filmed that. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man's already filmed. So, yeah, looks like he's going to be in something else. Yeah. I'm very excited for that because Michael Keaton's awesome. He's in both fucking universes. He's in the MCU and the DCU, like, at the same time. Oh, yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. Wow. Yeah. Also, Kevin Feige recently mentioned that he's working on a secret Marvel project with Scarlett Johansson, but it's not Black Widow, and she's working as a producer. Not sure if she's going to be in the thing. Yeah. But just a producer. So she's still kind of a part of Marvel, but obviously not. She's dead. Yeah. Her character died. (laughs) She's dead. I still think one day they're all going to come back for like a one-off. Sure. Why not? Her, Captain America, Iron Man for like a cameo. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, This is really weird. A group of researchers from the Georgia Institute of Technology recently uncovered that Thanos' snap with the Infinity Gauntlet is physically impossible. Because the Infinity Stones don't exist. (laughs) No, that's not why. No shit. Uh, They explored the role of friction by covering fingers with different materials including metallic thimbles to simulate the effects of trying to snap while wearing a metallic gauntlet like Thanos's. Uh, one of the undergraduate students said, our results suggest that Thanos could not have snapped because of his metal armored fingers. So it's probably the Hollywood special effects rather than actual physics at play. Sorry for the spoiler. I don't know if that's a spoiler. <laughs> okay. I think we could all agree that these students should be doing something else more important correct than 
telling us that Thanos, <clears throat> also a pretend make believe guy who's stronger than the Hulk, can't snap his fingers with a metal gauntlet. Yeah. Also, the <laughs> snap is just an action. Using the stones does not require a snap. Mm-hmm. How many times did he activate a stone just by willing it? Right. You know? Yeah. Sure. It's just the snap is dramatics. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, also, in a recent Instagram post, Sylvester Stallone confirmed that he will be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Okay. Yeah. You know, he had the cameo in the first one. Right. Uh, second one. Oh, second one. Sorry. Yeah. And then he gets like his team back together. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also recently said that he finished filming Expendables 4, to which I was like, oh, that's a thing? <laughs> right. Oh, boy. Have you seen them? Have you seen all the Expendables? I have. The first two were great, right? First two were really good. The third one was bad. Just trash. Just bad. Yeah. Because they, they were like, oh, the new blood. We got the new blood. And Ronda Rousey was one of them, but she was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, I don't know. Like, I know 50 Cent's in it. Megan Fox is in it. That doesn't sound promising. It does not. So, I don't know about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. Well, here's something to look forward to. Oh, a okay, uh, good, supposed good. casting sheet for an upcoming Daredevil project at Marvel has leaked online. Okay. Yeah. Very excited for this. Hell yeah. I mean, every, you know, it's basically confirmed that Daredevil's going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's expecting Kingpin to show up in the Hawkeye show. Yeah. So it makes sense. Right. But we'll see what it is because, I mean, so far the Disney Plus shows have been good. But I don't think they could make it as dark as the Netflix Daredevil show was on Disney Plus. Right? No. That was, I mean, because there was even some sexual stuff. Mm-hmm. Like with Elektra, and that the woman that played Elektra in that show was insane. Yeah. <laughs> no, that show was... But very gory, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a lot of blood. Like the Punisher, too. Like, we all want to see John Bernthal come back, but can Disney really Right, do we're that? not going to get anything like that prison scene. No, my God. Yeah. But I'm excited to see Daredevil come back, because that was my favorite show when it was on Netflix. Yeah. That was, if you haven't watched it, go fucking check it out. It's great. Uh, also, the latest rumor is that Eternal star Barry Kogan, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Keoghan, Kogan, mm. uh, he's going to be playing the Joker in the Robert Pattinson, the Batman movie. Wow, they're just loading this shit up. Yeah. Um, maybe it's like the post credit scene. Could be. Because the early screenings, people were saying that like... Um, like people went ape shit for the post credit scene or the mid credit scene for the movie. Okay. In the you know screenings. Right. Uh, but in a now deleted tweet, Barry's brother Eric said, "It's finally out. My brother is playing the Joker in the new Batman. Unreal stuff." <laughs> so thanks, bro. It's now deleted. Yeah. You never know if this could be like this whole thing could be a marketing ploy. Like, where they tell his brother to tweet this, then delete it 10 minutes later. Yeah. Marvel kind of does stuff like that. Right. And, like, the whole, like, Tom Holland spoils stuff, and they pretend like he's doing it on accident, mm-hmm. when, of course, it's all on purpose. The best, like, kind of, like, cheating troll yeah. ever uh, was... Um, uh, she, she was on Game of Thrones, uh-huh. and she was on Fallon. Yeah. And... 
like I guess it was like the second half of the last season. Who know? was on? Uh, what's her name? She played. I think she played Arya. Okay, you know who I'm talking no, about. No, I don't. Okay. Um. So anyway, she's like, oh yeah, you know, it's really exciting. Uh, I got the got the script, and you know, Arya dies in the second episode, and and like she's like, holy shit! Like she like covers her mouth. She's like, oh my god! And Jimmy Fallon's like, uh, is did you just give us like the spoiler? <laughs> and like, you know, she like starts like almost like crying. Right. And she's like, is this live? And he's like, no, 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 this mm-hmm. is tape. She's like, or, well, people are going to tweet about it. And like, she ran out and then it was like all a big, like ploy. Of course. Like, a big yeah, thing. yeah. I mean, it was funny, you know, I remember when, um, they were promoting dark Knight rises. Uh huh. And, Anne Hathaway was on, um, uh, the Late Show, that was Dave Letterman's show, right? That's what it was called, The yeah. Late Show. With, yeah, and David Letterman was like, "No, at the end of the movie, Batman is dead." And then Anne Hathaway was like, "What? What did you say? I didn't say that. Don't blame me. I didn't say that." So like, yeah, you just you know, it seemed like that was a ploy. Yeah, because obviously, from what we know, Batman died, but not Bruce Wayne. Right. So uh, it's uh, it was Maisie Williams that's okay. who uh, played her. Nice. Uh, yeah, we just talked a lot about superhero stuff, but uh, in an interview with Deadline, director Ridley Scott did not hold back when talking about superhero movies, saying they're fucking boring as shit. Their scripts are not any fucking good. I think I've done three great scripted superhero movies, Alien, Gladiator, and Blade Runner. None of those which had are not superhero movies. Superheroes. Um, but you know what looks boring as shit, Ridley Scott? House of Gucci. <laughs> right. Uh, we're, not, we're not reviewing that movie next week. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to see that. <laughs> no. It just does not I've, interest. Like, I have no interest in it. No. You know? No. And don't get me wrong. Like, I like Adam Driver's acting. Yeah. I love Al Pacino. Of course. Jared Leto. I mean... His character looks nothing like him. Right. It's like a full fucking transformation. Yeah. But, it's like uh, Colin Farrell as Penguin. Yeah, but like I'm not invested enough in Gucci no. to like care to see like, oh, what happened? Like maybe if it was like an FX show, yeah. like how they did the Versace. Right. Which that was really good. Yeah. I loved that. This just the whole trailer is just like snobby people being snobby. And it's like, yeah, right. I don't care. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, honestly. I've seen a lot of these, you know, best picture, best director movies, and I don't remember shit about them. But you know what I do remember? Yeah. Like fucking 50 portals opening at the end of Endgame. Of course. And all these heroes that you've been watching for 22 movies coming out to fight the villain. Right. You know? These award shows are just so snobby. That's why why back in the day MTV's movie awards were cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because they gave awards to these movies. Right. Um, but now their award shows are just fucking weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know the last time I watched an MTV movie award show. Right. My favorite one was when Jack Black and Sarah Michelle Gellar hosted in 2002. Mm-hmm. The Spider-Man parody they did. Yeah. Yeah. The intro song they did is so good. Right. Like, I know, I, I still think I could recite every line from that intro song. Yeah. It was so great. Um, well, I like when he's like, oh, let me test out, you know, oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> Hands are all hairy and sticky. No change there. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. 
Uh, go check that out. They also do a Lord of the Rings parody. It's, uh-huh. it's great stuff. Um, but really, Scott also told Deadline that the script for Gladiator 2 is finished. Why? 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 Come on, dude. You can't shit on superhero movies and then say, oh, we're going to do Gladiator 2. Which is like my superhero. Yeah. You know? It's off. the Gladiator CU. Yeah. <laughs> the GCU. Right. So, whatever, really, Scott. Fuck off, man. Uh, also, Miramax has sued Quentin Tarantino over his NFT collection based uh, on Pulp Fiction. We <laughs> talked about this a few weeks ago. Yeah. He was selling N- NFTs for Pulp Fiction. Miramax accuses the director of violating the company's copyright and trademark and is demanding a halt to the upcoming sale. So we'll see who wins this. I mean, if Miramax owns the movie, then I guess I see them winning this. But Probably, yeah. But I also, I mean, yeah, because that was, that was like one of his, that was his second movie. Miramax probably does own it, <clears throat> I would yeah. guess. I don't know, though. Uh, also, a new book about the Office TV show revealed that Jim Halpert almost cheated on Pam. What? Yeah. The book is called Welcome to Dunder Mifflin, The Ultimate Oral History of the Office. It was written by actor Brian Baumgartner, who played Kevin. Okay. And uh, it was also written by executive producer Ben Silverman. The book reveals that the series creator Greg Daniels wanted Jim to actually make out with Kathy in the After Hours episode. However, John Krasinski refused, claiming that if they showed Jim cheating on Pam, the fans would never come back. I believe that. Yeah. I, I, think, I think John Krasinski made the right choice there. Right. That's why the, the last season felt so disjointed, because Pam and Jim are fighting the whole season. Right. It's like, no. Yeah. That's what I always get upset about in movies is like, the end of the first, if there's sequels, the end of the first movie... They fall in love. Mm-hmm. Then in the second one, they break up, and we have to watch them fall in love all over again. They do this in so many movies I know. and TV shows. You know, right? It's like, yeah, Jim and Pam. It took them what three seasons to get together? More than that. I think they finally. Oh yeah, but by, by the beginning of season four, they were together. Yeah, because they were trying to keep it a secret. But it was uh-huh. like it took, you know, four years basically. Yeah, don't fuck this up. But, I mean, when you were watching that season with that Kathy girl, like, yeah, they kept hinting that something was going to happen, mm-hmm. but he turned her down. That was a good move on Krasinski's part. Yeah. No one wanted to see Jim be a, an asshole like that. No. Like, he worked so hard to get Pam just to cheat on her. Yeah, come on. It'd be silly. Uh, also, back in August, South Park creators Trey Parker and Matt Stone signed a new deal with Viacom CBS that will pay them more than $900 million over the next six years. The deal involves new South Park episodes for Comedy Central, which, where the fuck are they, by the way? Right. Uh, as well as 14 movies that will be on Paramount+. Plus. Wow. And the first movie has finally been announced. It's called South Park Post-COVID. And it takes place 40 years into the future. What? Yeah. And they released a short trailer showing Stan and Kyle as grown adults, which they've, like, never done before. No. Like, The Simpsons waited, like, five years, and then they did, like, a future episode with Lisa's wedding. Yeah. Like, South Park has done episodes in the future, but, like, not with them as adults, really. So... I'm really interested to see this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seems like Kyle has taken Mr. Mackey's job as the school counselor. Because oh. there is a poster behind him that read, Drugs are still bad. 
Okay. So it seems like he's the school counselor. It looks like Stan has like a dead end job that he hates. Yeah. And um, his dad, Randy, lives with him. He's an old man in a wheelchair now, just like his grandfather was. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I'm really excited for this. It's going to be available to stream on Thanksgiving. Okay. So I'm thinking that should be the next thing we review next week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. We'll have to figure out. We'll have to get a Paramount Plus account, I guess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> figure that out. Right. Also, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson recently told Esquire that he wants to be the next James Bond. He said, my grandfather was a Bond villain and you only live twice with Sean Connery. It was very cool and I would like to follow in his footsteps and be the next Bond. Okay. Not sure they're going to do that. Yeah. James Bond was never like... He's just, yeah. Hey! He's not the Hulk. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So, I don't know about that, but it's interesting that he said that. Uh, The last thing I have before we review Ghostbusters was... So, last week, me and Josh reviewed Red Notice. Uh Uh-huh. And at the end of the movie, Ryan Reynolds says, makes a joke about Vin Diesel's audition tape for Cats. Correct. Saying that it exists. Uh Uh-huh. And someone uploaded... What we thought was Vin Diesel's Cats audition. And we laughed at it. We made fun of it. Yes. But we were tricked because it wasn't Vin Diesel's Cats audition. It's actually a short film that he made in 1995 called Multifacial, which is about how hard it is auditioning for roles when you're a multiracial actor in Hollywood. So that whole scene about him acting and it's bad acting was on purpose because it's it's Vin Diesel trying to be an Italian guy. Okay. Which just doesn't make sense. No. So that was like the whole joke of it. So it was funny for me and Josh to watch it. And right. I'm sure you laughed at it as well. But I had to like at least do that correction for the show. Yeah. Some <laughs> some like digging on it. It wasn't the cat's right. audition. Uh, someone really tricked a lot of people yes. on YouTube. But hopefully we'll see the actual cat's audition one day. Hopefully. If it's real. Yeah. That would be amazing. Come on, Ryan Reynolds. Come on. Produce it. Yeah. <laughs> Vin Diesel's probably doing like all he can to make sure that never comes out. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but all right. That is all for news. So on to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Something strange in your neighborhood. Oh, th- this is a spoiler this, warning. Yeah, spoiler warning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was really good. I it was a lot of fun. Uh, most Better than the all female Ghostbusters film from. Ooh, yeah. Of course, <laughs> I didn't actually. I, I skipped that one. I did not see it. I refused. Good. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to. Uh, this definitely ranks number two. I think. Yeah. Yeah. After was, the first one. Yeah. Okay. Um, the characters were really memorable. My favorite Most character more, was, was Podcast. Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, Podcast was fun, like, especially, like, when he's, like, kind of, like, doing the narration. Right. You know, I thought, I thought that was good. Every character was pretty good, except for one. Finn Wolfhard? No. Wait, that's the boy, right? Yeah. No, even more worthless than him was the mother. Yeah. She was a worthless drunk who just wanted to get laid. And paid. (laughs) Laid and paid. Laid and paid. Right, yeah. Like, the first half of the movie, she's just, she's like sleeping on the fucking kitchen table drunk Mm -hmm. off of wine. Yeah. She's pretty worthless. And then she's like, wait, so you're telling me there's no money? Yeah. Like, okay. Right. Like, did you try 
getting a job. Yeah. Because, like, they get to town. Mm-hmm. Finn Wolfhard immediately gets out of the car and fills out an application to that burger place. Oh, yeah. He now, saw... now, granted, he saw a girl that he liked. Of course. But his first instinct was, let me get a job. Yeah, not her. No. Jesus. Yeah. You need money, right? You should go work at that place, too. <laughs> Clearly not. There's there's plenty of jobs. Jeez, yeah. it's a small town. Right. Um, I liked it. I thought the daughter was was very good. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, Paul Rudd was great. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the daughter was really, like... It's funny, like, how much she resembled Egon. Right. Like, it was like watching, like, young Egon as a girl. Yeah. You know, very practical. Right. Slightly witty when yep. it needs to be. Very nerdy. Yeah. Uh, I I thought it was funny how... The daughter, her name's Phoebe, like she said, she didn't believe in ghosts. But then, like, she she wasn't even surprised that, like, a ghost was playing chess with her. Right. In her room. No. She's just like, oh, oh, yeah, okay, let's play. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, not sure. down. That's, that's a funny thing that, like, in scary movies, when people see ghosts, they freak out. But if, if you see a ghost that's not a scary movie... People mm-hmm. aren't that surprised about it. Right, yeah. You know, it's like, know. oh, there's a ghost. Yeah, oh, cool. cool, ghosts. Yeah. Those exist. <laughs> right. I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, I did like how Paul Rudd showed them the the Ghostbusters on YouTube. I yes. felt like that would be exactly what would happen. For sure. In real life. Yes, like, for kids sure. Kids are like, what? What are you talking about? Well, I like how he's like, yeah, I'm the, you know summer school teacher yeah and he's like all right so here's a tv you're gonna watch cujo yeah and then later chucky yeah they're watching chucky yeah his like his motivation is just like showing kids movies that's it yeah because he's like they're all stupid anyway yeah but then he meets phoebe and he's like oh you're not an idiot oh you know what this is right yeah um yeah <laughs> I also felt uneasy about um, the Stranger Things kid cheating on Eleven. I thought that was messed up. Okay, you know, I mean, did, I don't know how you felt about that, but that didn't make a difference to I'm me. Just kidding, but it's like that's all I've seen this kid in. So yeah, I didn't watch it too or anything like that. So. Right, I did like um, how Egon's ghost kind of helps her put back together the proton pack. Yeah. That, they had a good story cool. where she was doing that stuff, and then uh, what was the son's name? I don't want to keep calling him Stranger Things kid or whatever, but like she was doing that, and then he was fixing the car, uh-huh. and then they met up, and it was like, oh, you have that, and I have the car. Cool, get in. Right, yeah. And then they, they fight their first ghost. He was Trevor. Oh, Trevor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, by the way, we never saw the green one. Like, we never saw... Slimer? Slimer. Yeah. What's that about? I don't I'm know. For sure, we would have seen Slimer. We saw like this blue one that was kind of like Slimer. It's but... like his distant cousin. Yeah, but uh, this fat blue ghost can shoot bullets from his mouth. Well, he's eating metal. Oh, that's that's it. That's why. Okay. So yeah, I didn't I didn't get that. But yeah, the car chase was a lot of fun. Right, and I like the when fact they destroyed that... the whole town. I like the <laughs> fact that like you could tell like Egon had been like working on upgrades. Yeah. You know, where, like, so in the Ghostbusters remake, they're like, oh, hey, proton packs. And then, like, ten minutes later, it's like, oh, I've also been working on, like, a shotgun and brass knuckles and, like, dumb shit, you know? 
where it's this is just like kind of like slightly more upgraded. Yeah, you know, like there's a trap that ha- that's on the remote control car. Yeah, that can apparently do seventy miles an hour. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was very then, fast. You know, like car. the seat that pops out, like the gunner door on the Ecto One. Yes. I thought that was that was great. That was very cool. Um. Yeah. There. One of the best curb your memes. Uh huh. Was when they had the cast of the female Ghostbusters movie on some talk show. Yes. Maybe Jimmy Kimmel. It was Kimmel. But they also had like Bill Murray. And they showed a clip from the movie, this really cringy, trying to be funny scene that just wasn't. Uh-huh. And then they zoom in on Bill Murray, uh, like the person recording it does. And it's just Bill Murray looking like, what the fuck is this? And then he like, and then even rolls his eyes. He rolls his eyes and they play the Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Right. Because he was like, God, why? why? Yeah. There was, uh, there was a cool uh, tribute to uh, Ivan Reitman. Mm-hmm. In the movie theater in town, one of the movies that was playing was Cannibal Girls, uh-huh. which is Ivan Reitman's first movie. Mm. So I thought that was that was. Well, you know who cool. directed this, right? J- Jason his Reitman, son. Yeah, his son. Who apparently, I guess he had a complicated relationship with his dad or something like that, because mm-hmm. he like he originally swore he would never do a Ghostbusters fo- film. Okay, but then you know, I guess he said, "Fuck it." Yeah. Yeah. But then I'm, they, I'm glad he did. Yeah. So then the, the kids get arrested. And hey, the cop was the shocker from Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to shock you. I'm the shocker. Yeah. I'm the shocker. <laughs> Michael so, Keaton. Yeah. And then uh, Phoebe asks for a phone call, and he's like, he puts the phone down. He's like, who are you going to call? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was good. That was who good. are you going to call? Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's crazy. Yes. <laughs> uh, I like he has how, like an occult bookshop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how he's, he keeps like almost hanging up, but then he's like, no. And then he just tells this stranger the whole story. Mm-hmm. Like he has no idea who she is. Right. And then at the very end, she's like, no, I'm, I'm Egan's granddaughter. Yeah. Like, how do you end with that? Yeah. And then the cop's like, time's up. Yeah. And he's like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> but at that point, you knew. What was going to happen at the end of the movie? Correct. Or at least you're like, if you don't fucking do this, yeah, everyone's going to be pissed off. <laughs> right. <laughs> or like if somehow you hadn't seen either of the two original Ghostbuster movies. Yeah. But. Of course. Yeah. So later when Paul Rudd's in Walmart, mm-hmm. this is another thing that in real life you would just die instantly. You would have a heart attack and drop dead if you saw many marshmallow men <laughs> Come, come to life. And there were hundreds swarming you. Yes. You would just die immediately. And the marshmallow men were like killing each other. Yes. Like one's like walking across a grill, a functional grill in yeah. a Walmart. Right. One is in a functional blender right. in Walmart. Like seeing, like seeing the first one when he came out of the package, like, you know, they're all cute. One's cute. A hundred of them swarming you, not so cute. No. But that was that was funny. I did like that. Uh-huh. I also loved when the monster dog chased Paul Rudd and he slid into his car from the front because it had no windshield anymore. Right. Because <laughs> when they released the ghost from the trap. Yes. It like blew out all the windows. Yeah, that's yeah. That's something I forgot to mention. They started this whole problem. Yeah, they did. <laughs> by releasing they the had ghost. to solve. The, they had to correct their own problem. Yeah. So uh, just like in the first movie. 
um, demonic mom and demonic Paul Rudd bring back Gozer. Uh huh. And then it's like, oh look, it's J.K. Simmons, and he's gone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's like Gozer, you're back. I brought you, and then she rips him in half. Yeah. It's like J.K. Oh. Simmons, like okay, was in the movie for thirty seconds, and who right. was he? So he was the guy who designed that apartment building in the first one. Okay, so I haven't seen the first one since I was like a kid. So I've yeah, there's some things yeah. that I missed. And like they said, like he owned everything in this town, and they like mined selenium, yeah, which is what the beams in this building were made of because they were a conductor, right, of some sort. So he who put him in that in that coffin? He I, did. I guess so. He That's said. how he wanted to be buried. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then he's like, when when Gozer comes back, I'll be with Gozer. Yes. Because Gozer's hot. Yeah. Even though they say that Gozer's not male or female, right? But she's... But she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So then they have a big fight. Gozer's going to kill the kids, the mom, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Well, like, the whole... Like, most of the movie, like, the town's been plagued by, like, earthquakes. Right. Which is, you know, what Paul Rudd and Phoebe kind of bond on. Yes. It's like, oh, how there's no fault lines. There's no fracking. There's, you know, so, like, you end up, when they go to, like, Gozer's palace, whatever, yeah. in the mountain, like, you find out there's, like, this well of, like, ghosts. Mm -hmm. And basically, when it gets to a certain point, Egon had rigged up the proton packs. Yeah. To where it all fires in on this well and, yeah. like, quells it. Because, like, one of the things that, like, when Phoebe's talking to Dan Aykroyd about is, like, no, he just up and left. He took all the packs, all the traps, yeah. everything. Right. And then you find out, like, he did it all to, like, try to protect. Right. From, like, the next coming. Did it, did, was it just a random ghost that killed Egon in the beginning? It was one of those from the, from the death pit. It was one of the dogs. Oh, it was? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Because like, he had captured one, so I guess the other one came. Right. Okay. To try to get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Gozer's going to kill the you know all the kids, the mom and Paul Rudd and everything. But then, of course, the moment you're waiting for, the original Ghostbusters show up. Yes. Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. Bill <laughs> Murray with his one-liners just left and right was so yeah. great. Um, what's the other guy's name? Uh, uh, Wilson? Winston. Winston, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that actor's real name because he's not, he never got famous like Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray did. <laughs> but, yeah, shit. Um, okay. Yeah. So that was a cool moment. My only regret was I was pretty much in an empty movie theater uh -huh. when I saw that. Same. So like no one cheered. It was just like quiet when they showed up. It's right. like, oh man. There was noise in mine, but it was from one fucking kid. Oh, geez. Who would not shut up. Because <laughs> like, you don't even know who they are. Right. Because I went to, like, my showing is at like 1230 on a Saturday. Yeah. You know. That was one thing, though, is that Dan Aykroyd said that Egon took all the proton packs, everything. Uh-huh. But then they show up and they all have it. Right. I guess we're supposed to just not think I about mean, that. I mean, I guess they had backups. I guess. But, like... Phoebe had to repair one, and theirs yeah. is still perfect working order. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe Winston had some because later he likes you know kind of teases that or something. Right? But yeah, yeah. So they all fire their fucking blasters at 
Gozer, but it doesn't work. She kicks their ass. Right. She, like, they they shoot her. Yeah. And then they all start, you know, to touch tips. Right. To cross the streams. Yeah. And then Gozer's, like, ripping it apart. And Dan Arkham's like, she's uncrossing the streams. <laughs> I thought that was great. Uh, yeah. So she's about to kill the old guys, but then Phoebe saves them. She shoots one of the proton packs. And uh, Grandpa Egan helps her. Egon. Egon, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's Harold Ramis, which mm-hmm. like CGI CGI hologram. He died, yeah, a few years ago, ten years ago, ten years. It's been, yeah, wow. But yeah, that was great CGI. It was, um, yeah, like the way that they aged, like the original, yeah, Egon, you know, right, yeah. And uh, everyone does their part to trap Gozer. Except for Paul Rudd, because he's still, like, one of the dogs at this point. Mm-hmm. But, like, even the mom, she gets to step on the trapper. Yeah, so, she like, he basically moment. rigged up a field full of traps. Yeah. So it's, like... So they trap her in, like, a bunch of different ones, right? Yeah, so yeah. she's not just in one, she's in a bunch of them. Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. And so, yeah, they, they save the day, and, of course, Dan Aykroyd... Of course, Dan Aykroyd listens to podcasts, podcasts. Even says, like, the same line the kid says. Like, yeah, yeah, it really picked up a bit around, like, or it found its voice in yeah. episode 47. Right. Yeah. And of co- because if you know who Dan Aykroyd is in real life, he's like a crazy conspiracy nut. Have you ever seen... He uh, thinks aliens are here right now. Have you ever seen Dan Aykroyd unscripted on UFOs? I, I mean, like I've heard him talk about... I've heard him talk about it in interviews. It was like a documentary where it's just like him and a pack of cigarettes and a camera (laughs) talking about fucking aliens for an hour and a half. It's fucking great. And it's just insanity, right? It is. That's great. Uh, So then mom gets to hug daddy Egon. You Uh know, she makes up with him because all the other Ghostbusters made their peace. Yeah. That was funny when they were all shooting uh, Gozer and then he and then. a ghost Egon standing there, and they all like tur- slowly turn and like, oh, oh, you're here. Oh, it's him. All right, <laughs> but yeah, this was a really nice moment for Harold Ramis. It was, and uh, it was a nice ending. Good movie. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, now that Marvel made it famous, every movie has to have a mid credit scene and a post credit scene. At least one of them. At least one. Yeah, and we get a cute little scene with Sigourney Weaver and Bill Murray. Uh huh. And uh, she's giving Bill Murray the the, the shock card, test, the shock test yeah. that he was giving when you first meet him in the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. And uh, it's hard to tell whether they're still together or maybe they're just flirting years later. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully still together. Hopefully. Yeah. And then the post credit scene sets up uh, the next movie and it looks like they're getting the fire station back. Yes. I thought Dan Aykroyd said it became a Starbucks. Yeah, he says it's a Starbucks now. But it's not. I guess not. Or was he talking about another place? Maybe. Did they have another place? I don't think so. Yeah. Because then they go there and it's not a Starbucks. Yeah, even the containment unit is in the basement. (laughs) It's just abandoned. And it's like beeping red. Right. So So I guess the family, everyone, they moved to New York and I'd be down for a sequel. Yeah. You know? Right. One of the things like I had seen brought up would be like it would to make it completely full circle. Right. Is to bring in. um, I mean, it doesn't even have to be the same actor. The kid that Sigourney Weaver had in two. Yeah. You know, bring him in. Right. As a Ghostbuster. 
Yeah, yeah, that that'd be pretty cool. They also had the uh, what's her name the uh, the receptionist. Yes, she was in it. Yeah, she was in the post credit scene and the beginning of the movie when they first go to the house. But mm-hmm. she was kind of just there to be like, "Hey, remember me from the right. original movie?" She didn't really do much. She didn't do much. No. Uh, but yeah, let's give some awards for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Worst dressed. Hmm. hmm. Uh, I'm going to say the mom in the the Zool dress. Oh, at when she was demonic? Yeah. All right. Because you can't top Sigourney Weaver in that dress. True. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Best dressed? <laughs> Oof. I guess Gozer. I would say Gozer. She was hot. Plus, like, the armor was, like, bony and spiky. Yeah. Yeah. She was cool. I'll go with Gozer. Uh, worst acting? I mean, it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, if anyone, the mom. The mom was just kind of annoying. I would I would say uh, the lady who played, is it Janine? The one who was just like, hey, remember me from the first movie? Oh, the receptionist? Yeah, she just, like, showed yeah, she, up to not do anything. She did nothing. Yeah. yeah. Best acting, Paul Rudd. I'm going to go with the girl who played Phoebe. Okay. She yeah. was really good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, worst comment? I don't know if there was a worst comment. There was nothing that I, like, didn't really like. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe one of those corny jokes, but they were supposed to be bad. They were. <laughs> Best comment? Oh, man, there was a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with like just like the little speech that uh, Bill Murray gave when he like came back and was talking to Gozer. You mean oh um oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right we could have had something yeah yeah all right I'll go with that that was funny. Uh, worst moment, I guess it would be that ghost spitting out metal bullets because <laughs> that doesn't really make sense. Not really. Now I just um. Yeah, I don't know. I just think they shouldn't have made the mom so, like, worthless. Right. She almost seems like the villain of the movie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. And then best moment, that's easy. When the original Ghostbusters come back, right? I mean, yeah, they're standing all four with yeah. CGI Harold Ramis. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty great. Fun movie. Fun movie. Fun Definitely movie. check it out. I mean, yeah, if you like Ghostbusters, faux show. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, my son, he's about to be nine. He hasn't seen the original Ghostbusters, but he's seen the trailer. He wants to see it, so I'll probably end up seeing it again. Yeah. Pretty soon. <laughs> I I mean, I would go see it again if someone asked me to. I kind of want to watch the original one, though, because it's been so long For since sure. I've seen it. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. Because I was like, oh, I'm not getting some of these jokes because I was a fucking kid when I saw this movie. Yes. So, yeah. All right, let's give some fan. Let's Let's do some fan questions. Okay. Uh, Justin Stewart, what movie or series do you think should have one more? Oh, what movie series do you think should have one more movie to feel complete? For me, it's Austin Powers. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I would say no for that. Um, <laughs> I mean, you don't have Mini Me anymore. You can't do Mini Me really. So. Yeah, it's just movie series, right? Spider Man Four, Tobey Maguire, <laughs> right? John Malkovich, I guess- the Vulture. Although I guess we're going to get... No, no. (laughs) I guess we are going to get some sort of thing with Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man No Way Home to make it feel complete. Yeah. But again, I think there's a chance, like, 
people love that so much that they might do another one. Right. You know, it's kind of up in the air, especially with them doing like a prequel now. But I hope they do like another Kingsman. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. With Taron Egerton. And then they even teased, uh, what's his name? Coming to England, too. um, The American guy. Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Mike Dawes, Goodfellas remake with Vin Diesel as Jimmy. Who says no? I say no. Yeah. I say no. Look, if you want to see uh, Vin Diesel as like a mob guy, watch Knockaround, guys. Yeah, Vin Diesel can't play Robert De Niro's character. No. I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it would be funny to see Vin Diesel try to be Joe Pesci in that movie just to laugh at it. Right. <laughs> you think I'm funny? You think I'm funny like a clown? It's like, no, come on, with more emotion, Vin. <laughs> you think I'm I funny? I am Groot. You think my family's funny? Yeah. Amir, who's most likely to be the last Sinister Six? Kingpin, Hobgoblin, Ned. Uh-huh. Was Ned a Hobgoblin? No, like they're saying like a variant of Ned who's become like Why a Why would he become a Hobgoblin? You never know. Or Venom. I mean, I, at this point, I would say with those, I'd say Hobgoblin. Ned. Hobgoblin Ned? Yeah. That sounds insane. Because you know Venom's going to be post-credit. No, I don't think so. And Kingpin, what's he really going to do? Why would Venom be post-credit? What's the point then? Having Venom post in the post-credit scene of Far From Home? Yeah. That's what we said is going to happen. No. You don't think he's going to be in the actual... You think he's going to be in the actual movie? He was... The post-credit for Venom 2 was him joining that universe right it can't be just post credit after that all right well we'll see i don't think so i mean i don't think any of these will be the last sinister right um it's more likely to be i'd like to see paul giamatti's rano yeah it's probably it might be that although you would think wouldn't they spoil that one in the trailer like right (laughs) yeah but yeah I mean, I do like the idea of Kingpin, like, getting them all together. We'll, but we'll get Venom, but it'll be to- uh, Topher Grace's Venom. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no. Uh, Ghost of Johnny Drip Drip. That's hilarious. Wow. Pushfire Barry, these Vin Diesel cinematic universes. Fast and the Furious, Chronicles of Riddick. Vin Diesel's Cats. Fire that, because it doesn't <laughs> exist. Barry, Fast and Furious, Push Chronicles of Riddick. Those are, the, I like those movies. I would push Fast and Furious because I love laughing at those movies. (laughs) Because nine isn't enough, apparently. (laughs) No. Oh, my God. Uh, Pop Culture Junkie, Pushfire Barry, Ghostbusters versus Beetlejuice. John McClane versus Dr. Evil. Forrest Cump versus The Waterboy. Push Ghostbusters versus Beetlejuice, obviously. Yeah, that's easy. Fire Forrest Gump versus Waterboy. That's just weird. Yeah, and then Barry, John McClane versus Dr. Evil. Yeah, yeah, that's an easy one. Mario Rizzo, after all these years, I still want to punch Walter Peck from the original Ghostbusters in the face. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. It's true, Your Honor. This man has no dick. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you watch uh, the movies that made us on Ghostbusters? What? So, like, you know, Netflix has, like, the toys that, makes a, that made oh, us. Oh, okay. They did. They have a series called The Movies That Made Us. Uh-huh. And they have one on Ghostbusters. Definitely recommend checking it out. Cool. Because, like, they said a lot of, like, Bill Murray's stuff mm-hmm. was ad-libbed. Well, that like, makes he, sense. Like, he yeah. went off script. Sure. Like, the, 
we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Mm-hmm. I think that was Ablib. Right. Yeah. And then the this man has no dick. Right. That was Ablib. Uh, John, Pushfire Berry, movies in the 90s and 2000s, wrestling in the late 90s, porn current day. <laughs> Just a hodgepodge. Fire porn current day because porn any day is fine. Yeah. You know, porn from 10 years ago is good enough. It is. Uh, I mean, I mean, I <laughs> look because I'll go with push wrestling in the late nineties, and then bury movies in the nineties and two thousands because there was some good movies there, but like now they can do so much more, you know. Of course, yeah. Jason Deerham, do you think the Green Goblin mask was made to replicate William Defoe's actual face, kind of like when Brian Cranston wore the Walter White mask at Comic Con? But why though? Why would they do that? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it is that other Green Goblin is probably William Defoe, but or Maybe. still William Defoe. Yeah. So I don't know. Carlos Ramirez, Push Fire Barry, what to do with Ghost Rider? Movie, TV show, supporting character. Fire movie. Mm-hmm. We don't need another one. No. They tried a do couple a TV times. Show. Yeah, TV show. Yeah. Push TV show. Team him up with Blade or something. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Steven Kochanowski, since you were reviewing Ghostbusters Afterlife, who's your favorite Ghostbusters? Uh, who's your favorite Ghostbusters? Stance, Vekman, Venkman, Sprangler, Spangler, or Zedmore? That's um, Winston? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mine was Venkman. That's Bill Murray, right? Yep. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's easy. I mean, not to I mean, say he's that everyone's favorite, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Dan Aykroyd's was great. When he like has a dream about getting a blowjob from a ghost, yeah, that shit was crazy. Was it a dream? It was a dream. Yeah, yeah. He dreamed he was getting a blowjob from a ghost. All right, that's his fantasy. <laughs> J Box, do you guys watch Dexter? Did you watch Dexter? I did watch Dexter. I rewatched it recently. I haven't watched the new season. I'm oh, kind of wait- out. Yeah, I'm okay. kind of waiting for all the episodes to be available so I can get like a Showtime trial. Gotcha. And then binge it in a weekend. You know, and then say fuck you. Yeah. Joseph Fuller just took my eight-year-old to see Afterlife last night. That movie was awesome. Way better than that trash reboot a few years back. Absolutely. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Glad you agree. Right. Well, that is all for the show. Yep. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Give us a five-star review. All of those things. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at HollywoodHogPod. Also, subscribe on YouTube. That's important. YouTube.com slash HollywoodHogWashPod. Yep. And uh, next week, we're going to review the uh, South Park movie, South Park post-COVID. Yeah, should be fun. I can't wait. Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. (laughs) 